0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com
1: awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us Negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and, I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's com slash make your bed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Over the last two days, we've been talking about our core beliefs, and today we're going to talk about how to challenge those beliefs through the method of Socratic questioning. But as always, whenever we boil down information that people spend their entire lives studying, there will be a lot of nuance lost. So bear that in mind before we go trying to apply this to every aspect of our lives and wondering why we can't do that. So the Socratic method goes along questioning our beliefs by starting with understanding the belief at its core, being able to identify and clearly state what the belief is is the first step in understanding it. And then from there, we can ask for evidence to either support or dispute those beliefs so we can start to identify where misconceptions or inconsistencies or contradictions are coming into play. By asking ourselves what assumptions our beliefs are based on and following up with what evidence there is to support that argument, it will make challenging these assumptions so much easier once we've clearly identified the contradictions and the inconsistencies. And of course, like any self-help, this isn't some constant thing we're going to be filtering every single thing through. But I do feel like we all have certain limiting beliefs or patterns we fall into because that's how we learned it. And we've never had the chance to question it or seek out alternative views or second guess it at all. Most of the time, we're just functioning and living. And I think a lot of us forget that we're allowed to analyze the reason we do things and the reason we fall into certain patterns. And because of that, it's really easy to blame everything on the world around us, which can make us feel victim to environments that we don't have to feel victim in. But if we don't take a look at things, then we don't have a moment to doubt those things. And we continue functioning with those things that are potentially Limiting us and holding us back. Because whether we like it or not, cognitive distortions are super common. They've been ingrained in us since childhood to make us more palatable, better consumers, and better employees. But being a palatable, people pleasing perfectionist is not only exhausting, but it's typically not healthy for the person doing the people pleasing. And I mentioned briefly yesterday the danger in not taking time to look at our harmful patterns because they become self fulfilling. And as they dig deeper and deeper into those cycles, it only proves itself right and naturally becomes more difficult to address in the future. If you inherently believe you are a failure, you will subconsciously become a self-sabotager, or you'll become such a perfectionist that you're scared to do anything wrong. If you don't believe you're worthy of love, you'll probably push all your partners away. Or on the other hand, you'll become so clingy because you don't think you're worthy of love that it pushes the other person away anyway. If you feel like you deserve to be lonely, you'll probably self-isolate or force connections with the wrong people to prove your point. If you inherently think you're a burden, you'll probably create excess emotional burden through shame, or you'll become so hyper-independent that you'll never know when to ask for help. And our brains are just doing the best it can. Right? It's not its fault that it naturally wants to validate its own stories. But when we remember that free will exists and we're allowed to analyze some of the more negative and problematic storylines that we've fallen victim to, we might start to realize that moving forward, we don't necessarily have to narrate in the same style. Because even if you're like me and in denial that you even have a past, it unfortunately will always be a part of your present because it shapes your beliefs in certain ways. And if like me, you're in denial about the past, then you're probably also in denial about the behavioral patterns that have traveled with you to the present. So be open and curious, observe your patterns and seek feedback, but remember that you're a human and you're doing so much fucking badass work by even recognizing that you have thoughts that you can think about. Truly self-awareness is the wildest thing to think about, but fortunately it is a really positive attribute And it's kind of incredible if we learn how to use it to our advantage. But that's going to take some radical acceptance. You're going to have to practice non-judgment and learn to acknowledge your beliefs without attaching value to them. And if disputing your beliefs and thoughts is too cumbersome, you don't have to replace them. You can simply learn to observe them and not judge them. And naturally, with enough time and enough practice, the less attention that we give to our negative thoughts and our negative patterns the less cumbersome they become. Because unfortunately, if we don't reflect on those negative automatic thoughts, they can quickly dictate your entire life. And it happens so quickly that you don't even realize. But if you really do believe you're unlovable, you might make rules like, maybe if I become thin enough, or if I become rich enough, or if I become quiet enough, or if I become more agreeable, then maybe someone will love me. But we know for damn well, wherever we go, there we are and so are our problems. So don't be afraid to check in with your why to see what these patterns stem from and which ones you can probably do away with, or at least rewrite the origin story of so that you can continue reaching whatever goals you have set, but from a better place of motivation so that once you reach those goals, you won't still feel like shit. And for now, I want to leave you with this, because if I know anything about anything, it's that you, my friend, are worthy of love just as you are today. At your worst, you are worthy of love. And any time you doubt that internally or externally, remember, that's bullshit. And while it's natural to experience thoughts that are bullshit, we don't have to live with the bullshit forever. Because in my experience, once I start identifying irrational beliefs, they're so much easier to overlook or remind myself that they are BS. Because at their core, they're often untrue. But even when they're not, 10 out of 10 times, they've been unhelpful to the way that I react and the way that I live. So I guess that's another lesson in itself. If you have irrational beliefs that make you the best version of you and you actually feel happy because these irrational beliefs are not only motivating, but make you feel good right now, baby, don't reflect at all. Keep those and give me some. But if, like the rest of us, you're dealing with more irrational beliefs that aren't so nice, don't forget one of the benefits of being self-aware is you have free will sometimes. And that means if we approach it right, sometimes we can rewrite some of these more unhelpful narratives that haven't been doing anything for the story. Speaking of stories, this one's a love story because I love you so fucking much and I hope you never forget it. (laughs) Have a wonderful rest of your day, friend. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful